0: warning what you are about to hear are the thoughts of four ordinary dudes with no agenda and absolutely no filter please do not attempt any of this at home and try not to get bought hurt welcome to the dude to dude
1: podcast
2: oh, that's <laughs> <bring the> button. <laughs> yeah um
3: yeah go ahead and start it off hey dudes it's jimmy
2: hey guys it's matt
3: what's up it's john hey dudes it's billy hey guys uh today i'm gonna take point uh we're gonna talk about the mandela effect and uh how people seem to think some some folks think it's a theory some think it's fact let's get into it
0: yeah i'm
1: i'm actually pretty excited for john to take control of this episode here (laughs) I'm I'm so glad he pronounced the name right, because I probably would have butchered it. (laughs) Really? Dude, for some reason, it's one of those words that I just can't say properly. I consistently say and spell Mandala.
2: When I first typed it in to do the research, I, I typed Mandolin i was like that's Whoa. not right, <laughs>
3: yeah, not the right one. did any of us beside me pay attention in history class it's based on nelson mandela yeah the, yes the guy who died. died in the 80s yeah
0: he did not die in the 80s <laughs> oh no i paid attention in class and no and i, I was specifically
1: thinking me and billy both like i mean we, we went to different schools and shit. he but.
0: died in 2013 yeah. in his home so okay and, and here's where the theory
3: starts. This so, is why it's named after him.
0: Right. Go ahead and let's explain the theory, and then we'll, we'll get into it.
3: So the theory, uh, the theory is based upon, was, well, the, the term, correctly. No, it's a theory. No, the term was coined, the Mandela Effect, Okay. when it was realized that a lot of people thought that Nelson Mandela had died in prison back in the 80s. He was actually released from prison in the 90s, died in his home in 2013. A lot of people think that is the opposite. Like I said, they think he died in the 80s, back in prison. Yeah. Well, I'm one of them. Right. You, Jimmy, apparently. I mean, I, you, I
2: vividly remember in class being told he was president of Africa. And there was a coup led against him, and he was imprisoned by the other side, and he died in prison. Vividly remember them, like, talking about it.
1: Yeah, pretty much. And we, that's, that's what I was taught as well.
2: That's the general gist wow. of
1: what
0: I was taught. Yeah, and I specifically remember what classroom I was in. I remember sitting down. I know who my teacher was. This
3: blows my mind, because I remember learning, well, not so much as he was released, but learning that, yeah, he was the president of... What, what was it again?
2: Africa. Yeah. Well, it, it was South Africa. South Africa. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um. I don't remember learning that he had died, though.
0: Well, so here's the thing, John: is you're a couple of years older than us, right? And the theory is that actually anyone born prior 1990 is from a different universe. That's one of the theories.
3: Yeah, and, there's uh, several theories as to why this is a thing.
0: Yeah,
3: <coughs> because it's We're very touch unexplainable. Them all today,
0: we are. I actually want to delve farther into the like the causes and the theories behind it. And I do. There's a ton of videos out there and like Mandala effect, you know, uh, examples. Go watch those. They're oh co- yeah, so not there's not what I want to do. Buttload of examples.
2: Prior, it's actually funny that you guys brought like this topic up for us to do today because. I, can't, I chuckled about it when I actually looked it up and realized <laughs> Mel and I two days prior to when you dropped it in, in the chat, oh, we were talking about the, the Bernstein bears or the Berenstein bears, depending on how you remember it. The Berenstein bears.
3: Yeah, that's one of the, the examples stain. of this and effect. And
2: her and I got into like a 20 minute argument on how it was spelled and she was like, no, I can prove it. And I'm like, bet, I bet you five bucks that hey, you're wrong. Yeah. Nah, man. It turns out, like, I was ass up in that bet. Yeah.
3: Lydia and I have had the same discussion.
2: And like, dude, like, I I vividly remember, and she pulled up like the differences, and like they had like two separate books. Yeah, and, and I my mind was kind of blown. That's how a lot
0: of them are. Is like, and you you can look up because a lot of people experience this. Um, you can look up both different examples, like the true one, the one that. Exist in our current reality, and then ones that people theorize came from a different reality
3: um, parallel yeah, so. universes that's one of the theories so a lot of a lot of folks think that uh the reason this is happening is because there's some cross play happening between parallel universes other another theory which I guess kind of ties into the parallel universe theory is a lot of these ripple effects as I'll call them are being caused by time travelers.
0: Yeah, I definitely, uh, I, I could see how that would be plausible. Um, so have you ever seen the butterfly effect?
1: Yeah. Great movie. Long time ago.
0: Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. It's actually a great movie. Yeah. I enjoy it. Um, I, I probably watch that every couple of years. I do like that movie. same like, kind of a premise,
2: like right, like he was like time traveling about like different moments in his life or something. Yeah, what?
0: and it would cause different ripple effects, and well, or the butterfly effect. Uh, so the theory of the butterfly effect is that if we go back in time, something as simple as the way we would affect a butterfly's wings flapping could affect the entire course of history more than we could ever
1: comprehend.
4: Yeah. yeah basically, it's like something
1: wild. as simple as like stepping on a butterfly and killing the butterfly would change the course of history.
0: Yeah. It, it really is kind of a wild concept. Um, and then you get into like, you know, like the CERN parallel reality time travel. Uh, what is it? The Higgs boson particle, Jim? Yeah. The, the Higgs. God particle. Mm-hmm. They right. Call it. The God yeah. particle. Uh, and I know that. Um, Stephen Hawking's was totally against that.
3: There's some people that think that instead of a God particle, they ended up tearing space-time and perhaps even opening a satanic gate. As, <laughs> as far fetched as I've heard, I yeah, I've definitely
0: heard that. Um, I mean, it kind of goes off the the Stephen Hawking's like he his theory was that if the Higgs particle the what is it? Higgs-Boson. Higgs- yeah, you yeah, said okay. it right. All right. Higgs-Boson particle was created that it would create a vacuum in space, basically a, b- a black hole. Um, and, you know, the thought process is we created a black hole in Earth, and Earth as we know it is no longer the Earth that we knew.
3: It's inside of a black hole. Or outside, or on the skirts, or <laughs> is. Or just continuing in some alternate reality.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, also, I mean, time dilation. We could be in a black hole and just doesn't feel like it yet because time slowed down that much. Yeah, But it it still feels, relative to us, still feels normal. It could
3: be so many things. Like it happened so fast, the spigotification just didn't even happen. It just was instantaneous is what you're saying. Yeah. Now... That's a wild concept.
0: So I'm, I'm... that and then you get into like string theory and quantum mechanics yeah right and now i kind of today i had a revelation doing a little research on this um i always kind of pictured parallel realities or parallel universes kind of layered on top of each other like we're all existing at the same time we're all kind of doing something similar you know slight things are different and then today, I kind of came to the realization that, okay, so our universe is ever expanding, right? Mm-hmm.
3: According to modern science.
0: Right. Okay. What are we expanding into? Now, what's to say there aren't other parallel universes? Let's say, like, a inflatable pool tube uh, that's... Uh, with no donut hole in the middle. Like, that's our universe. We're an inflatable tube. And as we're inflating, we can see 14 billion years into the past. Because that's when we think that our universe was created. It was 14 billion years ago. That's what's been observed, yeah. That's all we can observe, right. James Webb Telescope is going to change that. Let's hope. Um, now... The thing is, if we can't observe past that 14 billion years still, but
3: we can see it more clearly,
0: that kind of leads us to believe that nothing in our universe existed before 14 billion years ago. Right,
3: that's our definitive wall.
0: Exactly. So what if other universes are also expanding like this inflatable pool tube, and in doing so, our edges are starting to touch?
2: causing like a bleed through so
3: you're yeah you're saying like the universes are starting to overlap exactly and
0: that's why we're kind of experiencing these two different things some people will experience certain mandela effects other people experience other ones but no one really seems to share the same
2: exact ones
0: and no one has all of them
2: there was kind of one that I, I was reading that I found pretty interesting. It actually goes back to World War Two. World War II is probably, hands down, I think all four of us can agree, is probably the most popular and most common time frame of our history that that a lot of us find the most fascinating. Am I wrong?
0: I mean, it's fascinating. I don't know about the most fascinating.
2: In school, do you ever remember learning about um, German attacks during World War II on the East Coast? The U boats? Yeah. The blockades in the Delaware River. The oil tanker that was shot and sunk by a German U boat.
0: Yeah, that was the uh that wasn't a warship though.
2: No, it was it was civilians. It was civilian yeah. ships that were being attacked by German U boats on our coast to d- to delay no, that, materials
0: being sold. If I remember like from my memory that happened over towards Germany.
2: Nope, it was on our East Coast.
0: Okay, so did it actually
2: happen on the East yep. Coast? So, one of the most common ones was German attacks on the East Coast, where 500 American ships and over 5,000 American lives were taken. On the German coast? Nope, on our East Coast. Okay, but uh, Maddie, I'm not
0: understanding, did this actually happen, or are you Yeah,
2: no, I'm saying, like, and that's where most common people think, they they're like, no, it didn't happen on our East Coast, it happened closer to, like, the U.K., It happened closer to Germany and things like that. People think it happened closer to their coastlines, and a lot of the stuff actually happened on our east coast. What was it? The
0: I want to say it was the Lusitania. That's
2: that's
3: Uh, a different one. I think that's the one that. That was like a cargo ship or something. Confused here, yeah.
0: Yeah, but where did that happen?
3: That was.
2: It was off the coast of North Carolina.
3: The Lusitania?
2: No, uh, Lusitania is different.
3: Lusitania was definitely the one that was more to Europe. Yeah, the oil
2: tanker I'm talking about happened off the coast of North Carolina.
3: Lusitania, I want to say, was the one that was the okay. So the uh, one, the pulled, uh, ocean liner with passengers and whatnot. Yeah, and that was a British ship.
0: I'm looking it up now. So it was revealed that the Lusitania was carrying about 173 tons of war munitions for Britain, which the Germans cited as a further jurisdiction. Just, I'm sorry, justification for the attack. Wow. Um, the United States eventually sent three notes to Berlin protesting the action and Germany apologized and pledged to an end unrestricted submarine warfare uh, that's what I remember so uh, you're saying that people don't remember attacks on our coast I don't remember being taught that at all neither do I I don't remember any war and taking place in like I, yeah near the only thing i heard in about in us getting hit is Pearl Harbor,
1: Harbor. Yes, right. precisely. we got
2: they uh, built watchtowers actually on the coast of New Jersey that were actually designed to detect and search for German U-boats. There was a blo- There was a big um, U-boat blockade that actually happened in the Delaware River where they were blockading ships from leaving and sinking them. Really? Yep. But okay. again, people people mm-hmm. will be like, "Nah, that didn't happen. That was all off the coast of then." And they'll, they'll bring up Lusitania and they'll be like, no, see, this is what happened. Hmm. Okay, so we just
0: clearly, I mean, I clearly showed an example of the Mandala effect. I don't remember any part of that. Um, and I, I've done World War II research and history. Like, I, I enjoy that stuff.
2: So, and when I was, I had, the, I had the same thought you did. I was like, <laughs> yeah, okay, wrong. And then I started reading more into it, and I'm like, holy shit, two separate occurrences. But you can almost find no concrete evidence because it's almost been almost whitewashed away.
0: Well, I'm going to do some research into that now. Thank you for something cool to research.
3: Right. That um, almost sounds more like something else other than the Mandela effect. Yeah. That,
0: like. yeah. <laughs> Someone covering something up, maybe. <laughs> Just saying. Um, On another episode. <laughs> so l- let's go over some of the biggest examples of the Mandela effect. Uh, if you don't mind, John, is that cool? No. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to, to pull the reins there.
3: You're good. Go for it. Um Okay,
0: biggest one everyone knows, Star Wars.
3: Yes, sir. Well, what's the biggest line a, in Star Wars? There's a couple I know from Star Wars. Okay,
0: what's the what's the most well-known line in Star Wars? I'm going to have to say it because I'm the biggest Star Wars fan. Oh, yeah. that's
3: Luke, I am your father. No, I am your father. And that's the debate.
2: Yeah. If he said Luke. Oh, yeah.
0: So I, I grew up hearing Luke, I am your father. My dad said it. My friend said it. Um, I mean, TV shows said it. Everyone said it. It was that was it. Go back and watch the movie.
3: Right now, see the thing that kills me too. One of the other things is um, C three PO. The silver leg. Supposedly has a silver leg, and I clearly remember him being all gold. So
0: I, me and Jimmy talked
3: about this earlier. Um, I.
0: I too remember it being gold but I also remember watching it on a super grainy VHS tape in an old VCR on an old tube TV that probably wasn't you know on there correctly.
3: I have a VHS copy of Star Wars and I'm very interested in trying to acquire VCR to if watch you it
2: actually go back and watch those movies Yeah but in the old VHS ones he looks more silver than he does gold. It wasn't until like the higher definition. Where it out really stood the out. copies where it really came out Maybe and, yeah. what it was and you're,
0: I mean we're watching it on old tube TV not one of these LCD plasma screens so I I very I, I can see how that one can be misconstrued A lot of these have plausible reasonable explanations um you know even the Luke I am your father one it, if it's repeated enough that's what people start to remember
2: mm-hmm. it's like it's, the Tin Man from The Wizard of Oz. When you think of the Tin Man, do you remember him having a uh, metal bow tie, or a button-down collar style riveted outfit? Or do you just remember him as a Tin Man that was just kind of put together?
0: No, he definitely had an outfit. They all had an outfit.
2: And a lot of people will say, like, no, he didn't. He he didn't have that. And if you actually have to, I had to look it up because I, I honestly, I, I didn't remember him. You know, having the whole riveted. Yeah. collar but his outfit was designed as him being in a collared shirt.
0: I also have kind of a a weird um <clears throat> so there's one time that I may or may not have taken some mushrooms <laughs> and watched uh what is known as dark side of the uh the rainbow and it's pink floyd matched up with the wizard of oz and mother of god. So it The Wizard of Oz is kind of ingrained into my head in a really weird way.
4: (laughs)
1: But I just remember those costumes were on point for the age of that fucking movie. Oh, yeah,
0: man. They really were. Like, look, if you go back and watch it, even on today's screen, on today's TV, that is a great looking movie. Yeah.
3: Costume design wise, and oh, yeah, Uh,
0: everything man, it's just a phenomenal looking movie.
3: I think they blew out all the stops because that was the big transition from black and white to color era,
0: right? That was technicolor was a big thing, it was just coming out and being huge, yeah. Um, okay, um, so then we get into like I remembered uh Jiffy as a kid. Like that oh, cornbread mix? Nope, the peanut butter. Peanut butter, yeah. Jiffy peanut butter. Two Fs and a Y. I very clearly remember that, um, but apparently it's Jiff. I mean, Jiff.
1: I, I, I have a jar in my cupboard that's just Jiff. See, to me... See, so, I think you're probably confusing it with Skippy.
0: No, no, I remember Skippy. That's blue. It's a different label altogether. Now, I'm also thinking that, you know... I grew up in the hood and maybe got some <laughs> knockoff stuff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point, too. See, um,
2: but nah, man. Like, I, I grew up in the country by the trailer parks, man. <laughs> and and I honestly can remember it being Jiffy, too. Yeah.
3: I feel like a lot of examples of the Mandela Effect are um, actually what appear to be, like, spelling occurrences. Like, people remember things being spelled differently. Like, Looney Tunes. Yeah. Tunes with two O's instead of a
0: U-N-E-S. And... Yeah, spelling in the human brain is a really weird thing anyways um, our brain doesn't remember the whole word we remember the, how the word how the letters are arranged no we don't remember how the letters no. are arranged we remember the word as a whole so there. I'm one of these people you can take the first letter of a word and as long as the
3: first letter of the word and the last letter of the word are the same the rest of the order doesn't matter at all I've, I've I've been able to read the same way. Yeah,
0: and it's a really weird concept because your brain remembers. Uh, if, if there's a term for it, and I can't remember it right now. Um, but your brain remembers the word as a whole, but not the structure of the word. So as you're reading, you're really only taking in the word as a picture, the same way that hieroglyphics would have been used. Interesting. Yeah. And we just phonetically spell out our words. So there's, you know, other cultures like uh, Chinese uh, characters, which are the whole word most of the time instead of the phonetic spelling of it. Uh, And that's why you're able to read something like that the same way you're able to read uh, like American English. They
3: can put much more information
0: in a much smaller space. Yes and no. Uh, They can put more information in a smaller space, technically, but we can detail our. From my understanding, English is easier to detail what you were trying to say.
3: Oh, like there's more descriptive words and such.
0: Yeah, from my understanding. And not that we have more, but it's just easier to structure together into uh, comprehension, I guess. Right. I, I don't. I understand where you're going with it. Yeah, I, but I'm, I'm an idiot, so don't listen to what <laughs> I'm saying or how I'm saying it.
3: But if you get the gist of it, you get the gist of it. I hear a lot of people say that English is a very difficult language to learn oh, yeah. as a second language for I anybody. I will say,
2: I think I can offer a practical explanation for the Jiff and Jiffy thing. Coming from a packaging company standpoint, I may not design the packages. However, each letter costs money. What's cheaper to produce, Jiff, or Jiffy? Well, I'm, yeah,
0: n- no. <laughs> I mean, it's all about the name of your company. If
4: company
2: names differ a little bit throughout history, you know, depending on where the development of the companies go. Um, True. Like the company I currently work for, I mean.
0: Oh, so you're saying that, that Jiffy was just cheap and that they they cut off two letters of their name to be cheap?
2: <laughs> yes, sir. Oh. Bastards. <laughs> now I get what you're saying um but, but like i'm just like getting a d- little bit of a debate um just the practicality sense of it you know you, you eliminate the the hoodoo voodoo of the mandela effect and you're just like nah they're cheap
3: well a lot of from what i've looked into a lot of the mandela effect a lot of it breaks down into psychology
2: yeah
3: hey, if, of if, how your memory works what kind of there's all kinds of psychological effects like there's conformity effects there's right
0: yeah you break you break down the hoodoo-voodoo you break down the conspiracy theory aspect and you're left with the human mind socks
3: pretty much i yep. mean i like i said i i dove pretty deep into this in the short little time that i did and um there's you know there's things like there's a term called gist memory where you have a general idea of how you think something happened, or how an event occurred, or how something's supposed to be. And you got no specific details, but you go off of general knowledge. So, Curious George being another example of the Mandela Effect. The tail. Most people remember him with a tail, and this is an example of just memory. This is because most people know for a fact that most monkeys have a tail. I don't
4: remember. They don't
3: ta- remember the specific details of Curious George from their childhood, so then they revert back to general knowledge of most monkeys have tails. So there be it, Curious George more than likely had a tail.
0: I guess, but I also have a memory in my head of watching Curious George as a child on a bus. Like, he was on a bus, and he used his tail to swing out of the window. I have a memory of this.
3: Sure, you're watching Curious Hate George. Hate to
0: break it I'm to you, positive. but it wasn't a tale. <laughs> <Right>? Oh, <geez>. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, I, I like, I very clearly remember that, and it was Curious George because the man in the yellow hat was also there. Like, I, I remember this, um, and I'm surprised that I remember that guy's name. But it is the man in the yellow hat, right?
1: Pretty sure, yeah. Um, pretty sure they canonically gave him a name now or something. But oh, okay. Um. Band on the Yellow hats, is more mysterious. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, Um, well. And I was going to say, though, I mean, I distinctly remember, like, No Tail, because, like, there was this really fucking funny shirt the one time. I wanted to get it, but my mom wouldn't buy it for me, because it was Curious George, passed out next to a bottle of ether. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow! Well, yeah, that's uh, okay. <laughs> See, when <laughs> dude, I dude,
3: that's uh, hilarious though. <laughs> <laughs> Monkey gotta pay.
2: I found a lot of um, kind of like more historical, like Mandela effects. Okay. When I was looking it up, uh, for instance, one I hadn't really heard about it, but the more I was looking, like looking into it, there was a lot of evidence of a large group of people remembering something very specifically one way. With a small portion of another group, um, remembering it very differently, and this instance is actually happened in Italy. <clears throat> it's called the Bologna, uh, the Bologna Italy massacre. It happened in the 1980s in August. So essentially, at like a railway station, <clears throat> uh, a bomb had gone off, killed a bunch of people, blew up a lot of shit. But um, it goes to a clock that was damaged during this whole thing. And um, where the Mandela effect kind of ties into it is the said clock, um, over like 70-something percent people remember the clock being broken ever since the bomb had gone off, including the 22 railway workers that worked at the railway. And there's a 15-year gap between when it happened and 15 years later when it was supposedly um, memorialized, and they were <clears throat> excuse me, uh, setting the clock to be permanently set at the time it happened, which was 10:45 in the morning. and these 70 some odd percent of people were like, "No, it, it's, it's always been set. The clock was never fixed. The moment the bomb went off, it's been frozen since. And they're like, "No we fixed it shortly thereafter."
0: I can also see how people just don't pay attention to that. Um, do you. Uh, what major store around here has a clock on top of it? Can you tell me?
2: Oh, well, I'm not familiar with the area, so not really. <laughs>
0: yeah, you are. I know you go here, I know you shop here. It's very close. I know what it is.
3: It's Wagman's, it's all over the Northeast Coast.
4: I don't
2: have a clock on that. Yeah, not the one I'm not Many reading. Many of them. That's one regular too. New, the one I go The yeah. newerly. Man, I'm newer going guilds. on my line.
4: Yep.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. Like people just don't pay attention to their surroundings. Um. So I I can see how that one can be kind of played off. Uh. Okay. I I have one for you guys. You guys all know the Queen song. Uh, we are the champions, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. What are the What's the ending
3: line?
2: I don't even know. I didn't listen to Queen that much. We are
3: the champions of the world.
0: Yeah. Do you guys want to listen to it?
3: He doesn't say of the world at the he end. He does not say I of wanna the say world. I want to say today. No. He does not say today. He stops at We are the champions. Yeah. That's but
0: it. We are the champions. Wind chimes. I, and for fate, my whole life, have always thought we are the champions of the world. I remember being a child and singing it. I remember being an adult, hearing it on the radio, and being embarrassed because I knew every word to the song until the end. And I was with an ex-girlfriend, and I sang those last lines, and she looked at me like I was weird, and I remember being embarrassed. This one sticks out to me very, very clearly.
2: Going back to the Massacre one, the, the thing that like struck my interest the most is it's actually... It's 92% believe that the moment, like, 92% of the people believe that from the moment that the bomb had gone off and all that happened, that it was that way.
0: Yeah, but, I, I mean, I, that could be explained very easily. We just talked about that. Like, yeah, people but, just don't notice their surroundings.
2: But 92% of people? That, 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 to me, that's just a high number, including the staff that worked there.
3: All right. Well, you want to talk numbers here. Let's talk a number here. There's um, an, there's a common test they use to to do these effect studies.
2: Coming out with your shopping cart test again? No, no. <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> we can get um, the numbers on that. There, there if was you want. a study done
3: <laughs> where I forget the exact name of the scientist conducted it, but he spoke of a bunch of stories from his childhood. One of them being, you know, he was his brother was lost in the mall. Okay, and this, this brother even believed this story because it was supposedly something that happened so far back. And he even added details and things of that nature when he himself was not even involved in said story because it wasn't even true. Now, in a larger test audience, in the same kind of circumstance where they were given a story where it wasn't entirely true among other stories that were, 25% of them believe the false recollection. So, it goes to show that a lot of people just, like Bill says, some, some just don't pay attention to the surroundings. Some have false recollections. Well, so, I
0: mean, there's... Have you guys heard of the NSMs Project? No. So the Innocence Project basically works to get people that they believe are innocent off of death row. Uh, And they mainly focus on people who are convicted based on human testimony and human memory because human memory is so faulty. So we know now that human memory is so faulted that we can't rely on that in the court system. Uh, Many courts don't use testimony in the same way that they used to uh yeah
2: like now you have to have like concrete physical evidence evidence is is what drives cases
0: hearsay has become much more of a thing um and you you can't just go into a courtroom and say anything you want now um and that's well for two reasons one because people lie and two because people's memories are shot so you can give a recount of what you think happened, but unless there's evidence to back that up, it's just not the same. So the Innocence Project has, uh, I forget.
2: That sounds like New York State bail reform.
0: Well, no, and New York <laughs> State bail reform is letting people that might be guilty out on the streets. That's completely different. Uh, we I think New York has gone crazy with that.
3: Well, Bill, like you were saying, as far as faulty memory, a lot of a lot of this, like I said, breaks down to psychology. A lot of it is um there's three main memory effects that are attributed to to this thing happening. uh one of them being false memory, where people are creating memories that just didn't happen. Other is source memory errors, where the forgotten true source of the memory so they don't even know where they, the memory's coming from. They just remember something. Right. Which could be anything if you don't even remember how wh- what led up to it or anything like that. Um, and then and the third is called imagination inflation, where, and this I can see being a thing where a lot of people, the more you think about it, the more vivid of an imagination you have, the more it becomes a reality.
0: Agreed. I could definitely see that. Um, I could. I. That's actually one of the more plausible ones to me, is that human imagination and human memory are so intertwined that we as humans don't actually remember what's happening all the time. Um, our memory works as we need it, and that's that's what kind of throws off the whole. I don't know how to word that. But basically, if you don't need a memory in your current thought, the memory kind of doesn't exist. Think Schrodinger's cat. Same idea. When you pull up that memory is when that memory exists again. So can it change every time you pull it up? And if so, what's stopping it from being altered from...
3: discrete error. Basically. It, it it's it, it that is a thing, I've I have heard and seen things where people are explaining the very same effect where your brain certain memories like especially it, it, it happens more with earlier memories because as you age you know you you obviously are going to retain more recent memories above the ones that are way from way back yeah so that goes to say that. You know, when you're trying to recall something from way back, like you said, you're pulling that freaking dusty ass file out, and some of them, like file corrupted, right? Some of that shit might have been fucking redacted. For all you know, who the fuck knows? You know, now that
0: that brings us into the Matrix
1: reality theory. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah, simulation theory, which we covered before. Um, So if you know simulation theory turns out to be true, Mandela effects can simply just be. Glitches in the code.
0: Yep. Or
1: not even so much a glitch, someone just programmed wrong. Or, you know, you got a Neo running around fucking it up for
3: everybody else. (laughs) 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 That's another thing, too, it's been compared to is, like, you know, it's it's like thinking a holodeck from Star Trek.
0: I'm not familiar. I I, I was never a Star Trek fan.
3: Okay, so the USS Enterprise would have a specific room where you would type in a program and it would take you to anywhere oh. you could think of, you know, okay. do whatever you want, kind of deal. It's
0: uh, virtual reality of sorts.
3: Exactly. Okay. So the you know one of the theories of this kind of thing happening is it's like a glitch in the software that we're of our giant loaded into. Deck. Yeah.
2: Okay.
0: Well, yeah. Um,
2: thing about that me? too. You can think about things like the pyramids. Um, how many of you guys, when it comes to, like, the ex- excavations of, like, uh, King Tut and whatnot, do you guys think that they were found in the pyramids, or do you think they were found elsewhere? No, they
0: were found in the Pharaoh's Valley.
3: Yeah. In Most- a, In a tomb that was uncovered in the yeah. late 80s.
2: A lot of people have argued that, um, a lot of these things have been found, like, actually in the pyramids that were supposedly- Built for them, that these pyramids are just these big giant tombs, when in actual reality, not a single body, not a single mummy has ever been found in, in one of the pyramids. They've no, been in the surrounding no, no. areas and they, things like that. They've
0: been found in the pyramids, not the Great Pyramid.
2: No, not a single body has been found, in the pyramids. No, I'm. I was wondering. watching a, a whole video on it. A lot of a lot of people have the misconception they were found in burial chambers. In the surrounding vicinity. Well, the but pyramids, not actually inside.
3: The pyramids was never meant to be a tomb for all of the pharaohs of Egypt. The pyramids were built by one specific pharaoh. Well, started construction under one specific pharaoh. I believe it was Ramses. Um, the second Ramses so. the second. I think so. Um, and he built it. He wanted it built as his tomb, which I don't believe ever actually ended up happening. Because, like you say, I don't, I don't think they actually ever put him in there. But I believe the other two, the the lesser pyramids, definitely had some family or something in them. But as far as most of the other pharaohs they ended up in the um, Valley of the Kings.
0: Yeah, uh, that's what it
3: was, Valley of the Kings, not Valley of the Pharaohs.
0: Thank you. Um, Okay, so I just did a quick research. There's about 80 pyramids all over Egypt, and a lot of them do have bodies in them. You're talking about, you're talking about um, what is it? The great, the great, the Great pyramids of Giza. Yeah, Giza. Thank you. Uh, the Great pyramids of Giza. No, but I don't, I don't remember those being found. But those, from my understanding, were more of a spiritual center, more of like temples.
3: Or am oh. I wrong on that? Mm-hmm. I'm not built really for
2: up to date with Egyptian culture. Know, and no, stuff. I
3: gotta Google
0: it. Um, but like, um,
2: Tutankhamun, I want to say, is a real popular one that they believe was found in, in one of the great pyramids. No. Like people are like yeah. super nice He
3: was the one that was unearthed in the '80s that you know everybody had thought that they were done finding mummies, and then they found him, and they the were like, the boy shit. king. Yeah, yeah it was they a were whole like, thing. holy shit, we found the mummy. Um, this is the one we were looking. Right, for. Right, exactly. They're like, oh, given up and,
2: poop. There you go. I did have the Great Pyramids written down. My little sachet thing was re- laid over it. That's that's my bad. <laughs> All
0: cool. good. Um, but yeah, I so I actually, I, and that's weird because now that I think about it, it seems like the more foreign history ones. I feel like I have a more concrete memory of and a more accurate to today's standards memory of. And that's weird. I never really caught
1: that before. Well, because you have less emotion caught up in those memories. Very well could be. So, Although I,
0: I love Egyptian shit, so I don't know about that.
1: Yeah, but it's different with, like, your home country, like America because like, you have patriotic tendencies. You, I guess, but Curious George's you...
0: tale? Like, what does that have to do with being patriotic? I watched as so much stuff about Egypt as a kid as I did Curious
1: George. Dude, I still don't know where you're getting the tale from.
0: I don't know either. But that's what I'm saying, is that, like,
1: I, I feel like I have more accurate, concrete I feel like information. like confusing Curious George and Dragon Ball or something. Like. No. <laughs> I,
0: I didn't watch Dragon Ball as a kid. I didn't like anime. Technically,
1: just didn't I technically
4: like technically that's manga
1: I thought manga I it's, book. A, um, it's, a, it's an anime as well I don't know the difference <laughs> see the manga or paper know about. anime is animation easy enough
0: alright so before we go to break I have one more that I want to ask you guys and it's very very recent and I'm very very curious as to what you all have to say Will Smith smacking Chris Rock. We've all watched it, correct?
4: Yeah.
2: Okay.
0: When Will Smith walks up on stage, do you guys remember what Chris Rock says? No. 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 I don't don't want to say it, but I very clearly remember and I remembered this before I heard anyone else say it. I remember it from... I watched the video a couple times because I was very interested in it. I wanted to see if it was acting or not. And I very, very clearly remember him saying, uh-oh, here comes. Uh, and then he said, um, I forget the character name, uh, here comes King something. Um, 'Cause he just played that role. Hello
2: King again. George.
0: Oh, King Richard. Ah, that's close. He, I very clearly, very, very clearly remember hearing, uh oh, here comes King Richard. Now, I'm gonna find the video and I'm gonna play it for you guys. And that's not what he says. Sorry, Part of that. me
2: still thinks that was like it was it was it was fake to a degree. But all the fallout and just has me question it.
0: Oh, I I agree with you on that. Cause about. did
2: you guys catch the shit-eating grin that he had when he did it? Okay, like it was all fun again. Let's,
0: let's get back to the topic. So, you know who's got the hardest job tonight? We're gonna we're gonna skip all this.
2: That's it. He says Richard.
0: He doesn't even get Richard out. He says Richard. I very vividly clear like remember him saying uh oh here comes Richard I hear him say uh oh Richard he doesn't even say Richard watch play it again I'm out here. Uh-oh, Richard. <laughs> there's no D on that
3: Yeah, but he has a minute to chuckle afterwards even before he gets slapped.
2: Yeah, it's Yeah, but he said that about the same time he got pegged. So, like, the end of Richard could easily get
0: pegged. No, like, if you go back and watch the video, like, uh, here, I'll play it for you guys so you can watch it. And I suggest everyone go and watch this because there is definitely time for him to complete his thought.
1: Did you see how his arms were behind his back too.
0: Yeah,
2: see, yeah, I felt like he was just—he like,
1: was, like, like was enough kinda... to take the shot. Oh God,
0: here we go into the conspiracy—not <laughs> <capabilities laughs> the episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just so that leads me into—is—is our is memory that faulty that something that recent can be can be fucked with? Or is our reality touching so close that my brain just is touching other realities? Well, you kind, of,
3: you kind of touched on one of the reasons how it might be happening is memory conformity. Right. And, and it where be a
2: context thing, too, though.
3: It's, it's played exactly. out in such a way and so many times through all these other sources that your brain is just like, oh, well. That must be the way it happened. Just out of curiosity, how
2: many of us knew the Oscars were even going on the night that happened? I did. You did, Jimmy? Did you?
3: No, I don't really. I don't pay attention to that shit. I didn't either. I definitely saw about it after the fact because of what happened.
2: And due to me being curious, because I was like, "This can't. This can't be." This can't be legit. This this had to be staged. This had to be a thing for ratings. The Oscars ratings have plummeted. I don't have the statistics to tell you how bad they plummeted. But so many people they just don't give a shit about them anymore. Yeah, what's but what's you, the best way to attract attention? Do you Drama.
0: Think, yeah, but do you think people are going to go watch the Oscars next year because this happened? They might. I know. I personally, I'm assuming that they're going to be less likely to allow this shit to happen in the future, so it's even less interesting to watch now.
2: But let me ask you this, though. Just a thought. If I'm Will Smith and you're Chris Rock, and I walk up on stage, and this is being televised to however many people are watching, and I slap the shit out of you on live TV, are you going to let that go?
0: Uh, As Chris Rock as someone who is now making out better because of the situation, because he is being the good guy, yeah, I would totally let that go. And, and as Will Smith being someone who had a whole career in front of him to do everything amazingly and wonderfully, I would not have gone up on stage and slapped someone like Chris Rock that everybody loves. And everybody with that, loves Chris Rock.
3: I'm gonna cut you guys off because now we're getting way off topic. Oh yeah, so See, that's why let's John's take in a break here.
0: Hey guys, now this is normally the part of an episode where you would hear an ad, but we're not going to ask you to go buy a product. Instead, we're going to ask that if you get some value out of this episode, if you laughed, if, you know, any part of it was worthwhile to you, share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it on your social media, let people know about us, if you think it'll help. It'll probably help.
3: And we're back. Back off topic? No, let's, <laughs> let's try and get back on topic here. So, um, so the Mandela effect, obviously we've gone over quite a few examples. The Mandela effect? Mandela effect. The Mandela envelope effect? bill
0: <laughs> okay
1: all no, right we're not I'm talking on. anthrax it's vanilla like, it's whoa, like a sense of humor. Whoa.
0: all right let's restart this whole thing <laughs> damn it jimmy mark
3: <laughs> and all right so the mandela effect we've gone over several examples so let's go over some some causes other than you know the ones we've touched on parallel universe time travelers
2: drug use starts a memory
3: I mean I guess it could be one but psychological have you have you got any psychological effects
0: yeah you gotta talk into the mic
3: does anybody have any psychological effects
0: (laughs) (laughs) um so what do you mean by psychological effects or
3: causes causes my fault psychological causes yes as to why people might be experiencing the Mandela effect
0: well yeah our, our brains just don't work I mean we kind of went over that um the way that the human memory works is fractured um you know we don't fully understand the human mind yet we're working on it and memory is definitely faulty and we've definitely proven that um to answer your question,
3: kind of, sort of, and no. What about you, Jim? I mean, yeah, we've we've got faulty memory, but and and things of that nature. But like more specifically, there's um there's one called the the, the DRM paradigm. Okay. More specifically, is the dis ds Road Digger and McDermott Paradigm, where people can be shown a list of items that or subjects that are related to one another. Like um, a bed, a pillow, sheets, duvet cover, things of that nature, but never actually see the word sleep in said list. And when they are asked to recall this list, they then... Very vividly remember seeing the word "sleep." They added in because of association. A, a, exactly.
2: Yeah, I could see that. It's um, like looking at a set of pictures and having to de- to decipher what that picture means to, an, invi- in, to an, an individual.
0: We're we're gonna let this pass.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, the city of Rochester and our amazing musical tones. <laughs> All
3: right. C- crap, why did it cancel because it was copyrighted? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I had to. I don't
2: know. No, where were you going with that, though, Maddie? So, I don't know if you guys have ever taken a test like this. Um, Like ink blot pictures. You look at an ink blot picture and you have to stare at it for a couple of minutes. Uh, and you have to kind of like.
0: That's different altogether, though. That's association. Um, I'm sorry, not association. That's uh, that's individuality of like what your mind sees. Whereas what John's saying is association because you know you've seen a list of all these things that are associated with sleep, so you had sleep. Whereas like what you're saying is an ink blot test where like it's just a random ink blot, you see what you see in it. Like everyone sees something different.
2: Information can be perceived a similar way, is what I'm trying to say. Gotcha. Actually, so
0: I misunderstood. But
3: Maddie is right in a little bit of a sense because because this is a psychological thing, and our brain is such a complex organ. There is there is a term of uh, I believe it's pronounced schemas or schemas, S C H E M A S for anybody who wants Schemes. schemes. Schemas, I'm going to go with schemas. <laughs> um, they're basically organized packets of knowledge that direct your brain to the memories that you're trying to pull up. Um, and they facilitate the understanding of new material and information, or like interpreting an ink blot.
0: So it's packets of neurological pathways within your brain like small highways within your brain is what you're saying it's
3: part of i would consider it part of a connect home i guess but i'm not entirely sure this, i mean this is my little touch of research okay. on it
0: no that's fine i was just curious
3: and um, but it is said that they can produce distortion so when you're taking in this new material this may be where some people have learning deficits where this distortion causes things to not be remembered properly
0: okay now the biggest thing with the mandala effect though is that it's it's a
3: group right it's usually a the, group a large thing. group yeah
0: to be considered like a true mandala effect it's it is it's usually something that you can you know collaborate with other people um, that's where it gets me is like okay, I see where you're going with that and it makes sense for certain things, like if you're in a court of law and you, someone's on trial and you're the only person that witnessed the crime, that's where that gets a little sketchy. But when you have, w- would you say about the clock tower, 95% of the people, including the people that work there, Matt? 90, <coughs> 92%. 92%. When you have 92% right. of a population that all remember the same thing, like sure, it can be explained, like I explained it, but it's weird. It, it's really, really weird when you have ninety-two percent of a population all remember something different yeah. than it is actually occurring.
2: In the uh, the Bologna, Italy massacre, it's it's not ninety-two percent of like the population, but ninety-two percent of people that were there, that were present during the bombing. So you're talking about 92% of people that were all there. Well, okay, so that
0: even goes more into, like, okay, that happened 50-plus years ago. That
3: know. was prior to the term Mandela Effect even being coined.
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and that's... and I, <laughs> It had later been called, or considered, yeah, like, a Mandela Effect.
0: I, I'm not saying that. I'm saying human memory after 50 years. Because um,
2: the study or whatnot that was taken was taken within the 15, 15 years of that happening. Like, when um, after the 15 years, so... Part of it was, you know, 1980 It happened. So the people, like the 92%, believe that that clock had been damaged and never moved from 1045 in that whole 15-year time frame when it was supposedly working. And then on the anniversary of that 15th year, they're like, you know, in remembrance to this right. tragedy, we're now going to memorialize this clock.
0: Okay, I, I get that, but I'm, I'm just... Oh, so it only happened 15, not 50 years Yeah, no, it was a
2: 15-year time frame.
3: I'm honestly going to probably, and I could be judged for this, I don't really give a shit, but I'm going to chalk that up to traumatic stress causing a misinterpretation of the memory. Oh, it very well could be. If you lived through the bombing of your city, who the fuck is honestly going to remember if the clock stayed where it was or got moved?
0: Well, I mean... Look okay. at <laughs> but, but that goes back into what you're saying, post traumatic stress disorder. I mean, that we know that causes damage to neurological right. pathways.
3: So and, and see so this thing is though, honestly, is a lot of it can be a lot of these different causes coupled hand in hand. That would be what I would believe the cause of why massive groups of people remember certain things certain ways and other people remember it a different way.
0: Okay.
1: um Um, well yeah go ahead
3: confabulation probably has a
1: good amount to do with that um which is the creation of false memories in the absence of or yeah in the absence of intention of deception so basically like whoever passes on the false information genuinely believes it's their authentic memory so when you Pass on information like that. You're going to be more zealous, more confident in in the information you're providing, and therefore other people are going to pick it up faster. Gotcha. Okay. And as more believable. So
0: um, a really clear one is a lot of people think that like um, your hands are regist- can be registered as lethal weapons. Like people think that Mike Tyson has registered hands. Like you, everyone's heard that, right?
2: No. That's actually Mike a Tyson. state thing. Different no, states.
0: It's, it's not a thing at all. So, different states, when you go to court for assaulting somebody, can then consider your hand a weapon or not. But no one goes to court or town hall and is like, I'd like to register my hands as lethal weapons. It doesn't happen ever
3: probably not even fucking possible it's not I, they're just but, gonna look at you and like get the fuck out of here wannabe chuck norris no, but, was, it, but a boots deadly force
1: but here
0: here comes this common misconception and is common misconception the same thing as the madela effect I, I just sat down at a table full of people that were adamant that hands can be registered as lethal weapons i grew up and i my dad told me that hands can be registered as lethal weapons like I just I learned through time that that's not true.
2: I have heard it on several occasions, only in the instance of somebody that is an absolute professional for lack of a better term in in that sport you yeah. think about it things like boxing martial
0: arts, yeah martial arts professional there's it's that, a misconception it's not
2: true, and it was my understanding that it was like um kind of like a state thing different states have different weird little laws and that kind of a thing
0: again not true um there's not because i just did research on it because i sat down at this table and i was like okay well
2: i have i know
0: i'm right so let me reiterate this but go ahead matt
2: i have also on the flip side of the same coin um that if you are an individual that's gone through and done uh extensive training become very fluid in being able to fight with your hands like black belts things like that professional boxers UFC fighters if an instance occurs where you have to defend yourself and you even if you strike somebody once you strike somebody multiple times and that person dies you have clear intent because you've done excessive training well, in well, your hands okay, and but, that's when a lot that, of that kind of like boils into the court system
0: that goes yeah down to the court system it like when mike tyson just punched that guy on the plane that's up to a court how they decide to act um, it's not like Mike Tyson has you know registered hands. He doesn't get any more of a charge than me or you would unless the judge decides because he's had that training. Does that make sense? Yeah. Its not like there's not an actual law in place. So what I'm getting at with this is <coughs> that the human brain can we can have misconceptions and it can be passed on through generations and it could be a cultural thing. I, I'm, sometimes Americans don't know what the fuck they're talking about hey welcome to the dude to dude podcast <laughs> um, but in all seriousness I, what happens is one person you know, can start this lie and then like Jimmy was saying fully believe in the lie or can just think it's the truth to begin with and they're not even lying and then the next person believes it, and then the next person believes it, and it's like the telephone game. I think... That's that's what you were saying, right? Basically, yeah. Confabulation, I mean.
3: yeah. It's yeah. the passing of misinformation, believing yourself that it's true, and when you believe it's true, you're passing on the belief of the said false accusations or whatever. Right. But um, I think a lot of it boils down to uh when when the studies are done and all that it it comes down to a majority of it being either faulty memories or social misinformation where you know confabulation is a big thing faulty memories would be more like the you know yeah your your neural processors the way Yeah, yeah the way our brain works and with association of different things um, the fact that a lot of these happen to be, you know, trivial in in their manner, like, you know, a lot of the spellings. Okay. Or things like Kit Kat. People remember Kit Kat having a hyphen. Gotcha. It doesn't have a hyphen. I remember it having a hyphen. I it's totally nice. remember it having yeah. a hyphen. I, I know it doesn't because I eat yeah. Yeah. Fucking hyphen. Okay. So anyway <laughs> Okay, go ahead, John. I'm sorry. Um so that. That is then taken into account and then, you know, people basically boil down to people having selective information.
4: Okay.
0: Um, I'm curious, in your guys' research did you come upon anything talking about heart size and liver size of humans? No. No? Mm-mm. I came across it multiple times.
2: It did For however. This
3: particular subject?
0: Yeah. That since 2012, and since, because I, I went kind of down the, the parallel universal. Um, <laughs> it's, scientifically, it makes the most sense to me, so that's where I went. Um, but a lot of people talk about how since 2012, human hearts and livers have grown. And how they think it's an adaptation to the, newer, the new reality that we currently live in.
3: Hormones in the meat. So, that's a great question, actually, now that you bring it up. Um, obviously, we think you know. We all know that I'm leaning on the side of these boils down to a psychological thing. You said you went down the rabbit hole of the parallel universe theory, Chim. What do, I'm curious. What do you guys, Chim and Matt, what do you guys think is the um, main cause of this whole debacle?
4: For me, so it's
1: CERN has definitely created micro black holes. Um, they've admitted as much.
3: So you're you're gonna be more more siding with Bill as far as like possible, mm-hmm. sorry, excuse me, possible parallel u- new universes and opening gateways and shit like that.
1: Not necessarily opening gateways, but possibly um, with like a black hole. I mean don't know like like i said earlier like you could literally we could literally be an inside a black hole or infinitely close to the inside of a black hole but time dilation and um
0: so you're more along the lines of the black hole theory
1: or very at well no i mean
3: the singularity well, we're inside I'm, a singularity honestly okay so jimmy's quantum mechanics it's, it's yeah i mean you're you're breaking down the quantum mechanics basically
0: well, let him them, let them explain it.
1: So, it's not so much like even being infinitely close to the black hole. Like, say, like that universe just blinked out of existence. Our As far as we're concerned. Universe? Huh? Which universe? Our the, original the, one? Uh, yeah, your our original universe okay. blinked out of existence because said black hole that
3: we and, created. Oh, in the and, space of the black and hole. And we were displaced
0: into another universe.
2: But if that would be the case...
3: That black hole still exists in the universe we were previously in.
2: Okay. I think
0: we're all trying to over-talk Jimmy here because we're all really into this. I'll so just yeah. try
1: to understand. <laughs> <laughs> um, Well, so with the with multiverse theory, like, one of the theories of the multiverse is pretty much every single decision you've ever made in your life and every happenstance that's ever happened in your life could have gone a different way.
0: Okay, so you're along the lines of infinite... Yes. Branches
1: of reality. Yes. Okay. Um, So when our current reality phased out due to certain fucking up, we shifted to the closest. Our consciousnesses shifted to the closest reality that
3: was left. That's a straight Rick and Morty explanation, dude. (laughs) No.
0: Dispersing us into this reality.
3: Or multiple, like for
1: different people, and that's why nobody has the exact Uh same mandala effects but we with an infinite amount of universes like there's going to be a universe where you said you know no one time and it's going to change basically nothing
2: so in every single but universe but maybe these
1: small little things
2: we all do the exact same things we know all the exact same people all the exact same things for work just minor well
0: yes and no um so in okay this this is where i think this is string theory right uh,
1: Yes. Okay. According to string theory, there are cosmic threads, basically, that vibrate in 10 different dimensions at the same time.
0: Okay, no, this isn't string Qu- theory. Quantum
3: that mechanics.
0: This is something altogether. Uh, I forget the name of it. What Jimmy is saying is that for every millisecond that takes place on Earth, a new universe is created. And from each new universe... Every millisecond that takes place, a new universe is created. So the very fact of you breathing in this universe in one direction can be completely different from another universe. And basically, there are so many universes that there are some very, very similar to ours, and some that are so completely different because they've been changed so far back in time. Right? Yeah. There is literally an infinite beyond the possibility of your imagining number of universes where everything can be so different or so similar so it really is a Rick and Morty type universe right it's insane um and it's but it's cool as fuck
2: yeah see with that kind of thinking though multiple universes to me wouldn't make sense to me it would have to be one singular universe with multiple branches so with that being kind of like what, what I meant by my comment so, with one singular universe, it's all just one. Okay? So, depending on each choice you make, you can pop up a different branch. So, I'm still Matt, the guy that works at Pro Ampec. I'm still a flex- flexible packaging company mm-hmm. maintenance technician. Tomorrow, I decide to eat Fruit, lo- fruit Loops instead of uh, wheat Wheat Thins or something. Okay. So, mm-hmm. now, this branch takes precedent. Right. So instead of multiple universes stacked um, on top of each other, creating the fabric of time, we'd have one singular loop with multiple different branches, which would also then explain different instances.
0: So what you're kind of on the, the same path there. So just picture that, but from every branch comes another branch, and from every branch of that branch comes another branch, and from every one of those branches comes another branch. And the
3: branch That's splits Jimmy. off but every they would be, half a second.
2: They would be timelines, though. They wouldn't be separate universes. They would be yeah, timeline universes. Different time time timelines off of one singular.
0: uh, Now picture the very starting point. We're off on right field, way out in the middle of fucking somewhere. Then there's left field, way out in the middle of another somewhere. That's
1: the same theory. You're just looking at it from a different perspective. You're looking at it more of say take a. Basket full of grass clippings and throw them in a river. All those different strands of grass that get whipped into that streamline of time or that single universe are different possibilities for you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Same
1: concept. Same concept.
2: But when I think, you know, if we have different universes stacked up on top of each other and that's what is creating the fabric of time, if that would be the case, and if we're. Well, time's
1: only the fourth dimension. Yeah. And and we if I hypothesized at least up to 10.
2: But if we were having bleed-through effect, then it would be possible that we would be encountering different us's from different universes. At some point, we'd have to come in contact with
1: that. Not
3: necessarily.
0: Yeah, but even so, I mean, you guys just discussed the same theory in different words.
3: Pretty much. You're you're calling it
0: time, and we're calling it universe. Or that's the only difference.
1: So, um... Um, I don't know. Sorry, Jim. It's very interesting to see. Oh, so so like uh, okay. So it's not that the universes are stacked upon each other. It's more so that you can't you can't possibly, and it kind of goes back to Schrödinger's box. It doesn't exist unless it's being observed. Right. And we can't observe those other universes. We can only observe our current one and our current fourth dimensional living and that our, we do our current one and is our current the
0: only one that technically exists to us yes while the other dimensions are or timelines or universes whatever exist word you in want to parallel use. and they only exist to them and then the one next to them only exists to them
4: well, unless what of course
3: there's a universe where
0: they understand and know how to travel well plausibly there would be because infinity universes or timelines however you're wording it
2: yeah like uh, So, you can take timelines of different aspects. You can take timelines of Middle Earth, da-da-da, that kind of thing. Different, literal timelines you could go to.
0: Wait, Middle Earth doesn't exist.
2: Well,
3: Well, medieval times is what I Ah, (laughs) meant. It might. But, back to what I was
2: was kind of trying to say, is we've all had them. You're sleeping, you have a dream. You wake up and you're like, holy fuck. Then you're going about and you're like, fuck, man, this feels familiar. Those could be bleed through effects of, say, you wake up and you make choice A and you have choice B. That dream you had could have been a small glimpse.
4: Yeah.
1: Like a premonition. So, so um, to speak, yes. Yeah, yeah, you're talking about uh, a déjà vu. And not déjà vu, but déjà vu is when you have a dream that is exactly what you experience. Yeah. but or it's usually common day mundane things or and there's always
2: the one small instance of that dream well no that i mean different can... from the decision you made
1: yeah but I' well i mean not necessarily okay, but yeah. so it's the same idea it, um
0: for every action that we take a new universe is created moving my hand right now in six different ways is creating six different universes <laughs> or six different timelines because it's Uh, back to the butterfly effect it's creating different airwaves at different points on the earth and every moment that we all make is continuously creating new universes and continuously so that would mean within the infinite universes anything and all things are possible this is where the idea of human imagination comes from some people think and
1: uh, like i was saying um with the deja vu is like usually those dreams are so intense and so realistic that you wake up and you're like, Oh shit, I gotta go do this whole fucking day again basically. You you ever have a dream like that? Like, like, yeah. yeah. Um And that's that's another thing too, is like if you have a dream that is that vivid and that intense, it could easily bleed into your memory.
0: So Maddie, what are your thoughts? Like what do you think causes the Mandela Effect.
2: I think it could be a variety of things. Um, a very clear one for me would be misinformation. Misinformation by people that can directly influence knowledge and perception. A lot of that being people in schools, educational people.
0: So, are you saying conspiracy theory,
2: indoctrination? In in <clears throat> oh, fuck, I need a drink hold on it's Exida- 1984. Accidental indoctrination. Yes.
0: Okay, so, so it's
2: it's just generationally. A generational decline of perceptive knowledge. So, 1980s generation is taught <clears throat> Nelson Mandela gets released from jail, or prison rather, goes on dies peacefully in 2013. 13. I think is what you said. Whereas the 1990s generation, my generation believes nah dude got in prison and he, he stayed there he died now here's he the died thing
0: the generation before us is the one that's teaching our generation
3: you know damn well i would have taught your ass no he was still alive but
0: th- this is where i'm coming with that is like i see i see it
3: but he i just I can understand I, the generational thing on a he died in level. the eighties
0: I could understand it for certain things I could understand it for that
3: i I can understand it in this level
0: but my teacher didn't teach me the lyrics to Queen so that's that's where I am kind of like okay, possible for certain things and maybe it's all explainable for other reasons maybe all Mandela effects that people experience are explained away four different things you know one being that our teachers taught us different or our parents taught us different um you know, mandala effect being prime example uh, and maybe it's my memory is just shot uh, queen being prime example um maybe it's an emotional state that goes with it curious george being a prime example so i see where you're coming from um Why? What? What pushes you in that direction?
2: So, I started kind of thinking that aspect because I was thinking a lot like you guys. I was like, "Holy shit!" You know, a lot of this like brings into consideration like alternate realities, things like that, simulation theory. However, you look at things like the thing what I brought up for World War Two. So, if you look at misinformation, what is the biggest thing when it comes to to patriotism? They want you to believe your country's untouchable.
3: We're the good guys.
2: You're the good guys. You're the great. You're the greatest of the great. That's who we are. No matter if we're in the right or the wrong. Propaganda. So, That's like what I was going to say. What I had brought up about the eastern coast attacks by the, the German U boats, the blockades in the Delaware River, the guard towers and whatnot that were built along the coast of New Jersey to spot these, the oil tanker that was sank off the coast of North Carolina. You don't want that stuff in headlines. You're on this big war, and America's supposed to be the biggest, baddest motherfucker on the block. And we we put down World War One. Hell yeah, we're marching into World War Two, and we got our our arms up, we got our sleeves back. We're about to knock out some dirty. You don't want people realizing shit. We can be head at home. They're here. It's not. It's just not just paranoia and fear now. Now, now this this is legit.
0: See, this is the exact opposite. Of what Jimmy and John were talking
3: about for nine eleven last week.
2: Unfortunately, I was not able to be present for that. Yeah. Oh,
3: you missed a hell of a debate.
1: Paranoia
2: is real with people, I tell you. Yeah,
1: yeah but yeah. I mean, paranoia is also real with people. <laughs> How far do you, inland do you think they really wanted to come on the American people back then when we had less gun restriction than we do now? It's, for funny. Real. it's back- funny because Jimmy was talking about the podcast and Matt was looking at me because I wouldn't let
0: him over last week because his family was sick. No, sorry i'm not getting sick for your
2: family <laughs> bud I'm not doing it and when you think about that and you think about the alternate reality thing there was a book a series that ended up becoming a tv series called the man in the high castle so it's basically an alternate reality where germany and japan won world war ii oh have you watched that dude it's wild and books were good too
0: yeah i was always curious about that but it's I, probably- I
2: read the books before i watched the show
0: I always felt like it was very, like, white supremacy, so I never watched it.
2: It's actually really the opposite. It it? really, it? It really makes your eyes go, holy shit. Okay. Because, um, for those of you that haven't heard of it, don't know what it's about. Basically, America loses World War II. That's the whole concept behind it. So, instead of us helping break up the Nazi regime, the Nazi regime thrives and becomes very, very big allies with Japan. They split up America into like quadrants. Japan owned <clears throat> Japan had control of like California and that part of the coast, whereas Nazi Germany ended up taking the East Coast. And they kinda like divided up the interim territories. And um <clears throat> it brings in to like fuck, I forgot where I was going for a second. <laughs> brings in the question of the whole Mandela effect. The possibilities of what could actually be.
0: Well yeah, that's so in in my theory of the Mandela effect that universe exists somewhere. Multiple versions of that universe exist somewhere. Um and that's terrifying. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't get jumped to that universe. For real. <laughs> um I don't know, man. It, the, this is the kind of stuff that really makes your mind like makes
2: me think anyways. And you know I I, mean? I mentioned it's that show fun. in particular because it, it's a, it's very fitting for this conversation. Slight um, spoiler alert without like getting too much. No. Well, I No, it, it I don't it's it's it, it brings context to the conversation. Okay. The show bleeds through where as The Man in the High Castle, a lot of a lot of people when you first pick up the book and you start reading, it, you're like holy shit, the man in the high castle, that's Hitler. Cuz he's still very much supposed to be prominent during this. He's just older, and he's sick. Man in the High Castle is not that. Man in the High Castle is the one that's circulating videos of America winning the war. America dropping the bomb. America doing all the things that America did to come out on top of World War Two, And it makes to the freedom fighter aspect fight stronger. Dah, dah, dah. It's what gives the good guys that little punch.
0: Gotcha. He's a reverse propagandist.
2: Yes. Gotcha. But but they're actually vivid videos. Like got like dates and times. You're seeing what's going on. You're seeing Japan lose and surrender. You're seeing headlines of Hitler executing himself and Gotcha. So
0: spoiler alert, is he coming through an alternate universe, our universe? You
2: gotta watch or read it. Gotcha. Okay.
0: Um yeah, um, I think I'm going to give it a shot, because I, I was always kind of curious, but like I said, it felt very white supremacy, but if you're saying it's kind of the opposite, I'll give it a shot.
2: No, it, it very much... America is, in the show, in the books, is put in its place. Okay. So it 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 kind of like takes the white supremacy thing and puts us at the bottom.
1: Gotcha. Well, I mean... Okay. Never mind. Uh, Nazis <laughs> are completely white supremacists, too. Well...
2: But, yeah. Um, <laughs> anything with the Nazis, they're... <laughs>
1: Yeah. Um, um. But another good thing or good topic on like, or show or movie movie, um, the whole like multiverse and t- choices matter and that type of shit is uh, Banner Snatch on Netflix. It's actually interactive too. It's, oh, that's uh um, Black
0: it, Mirror, right? Yeah. Black Mirror, Bandersnatch. Snatch. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Really good movie. That um,
1: just because it was interactive and it. Had multiple oh, storylines. Thought you were gonna to go it.
2: Marvel on it and be like Doctor Strange. Yeah, you, <laughs> want,
0: you want to talk about multiple timelines, multiple universe type deal? Go interact with the uh, the Netflix Bandersnatch. That was actually a really good one, Jimmy. Um, that kind of delves deep. Well, it doesn't delve deep, but it kind of shows you the
1: whole. It makes it easier timeline. to understand the concept because yeah. it's visual and interactive. Yeah, well, it's like those choose your path books.
3: That's exactly yeah. it. Oh. And those were always great. I loved those as a kid, yeah. I, I used to always skip, like, is that a good decision? No. no. <laughs> that one. I want to do that one. Well, yeah, that is the why you suck with decision making.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> God, could you imagine how hard it would be to write one of those? And how much fun at the same time? Oh, man. My mind just went kind of crazy. Oh, like in... I haven't thought about one of those in a long time. You walked
3: oh, like in, in a, in a to go to the basement, turn to page 46. To walk upstairs, turn to page 75. Right.
2: All I can picture is one of those. Does it move? Should it move? No? Duct tape. <laughs> duct tape. <laughs> yep. Duct tape. It's is it moving du- and it should stay still?
0: Duct tape. No. <laughs> it's either duct tape or WD-40. Should it move? Yes. Should it not move? No. Um, all right. I think...
3: Uh, I don't know what do we got. What's what's the time? On? I uh, think we're so.
0: an hour and twenty two minutes.
3: All right. Well, good job, everybody. I don't feel like I took as much control as it was inferred, but practice. But it's a good conversation, no less. Yeah. Um. Are we ready to wrap it up? Yeah. Uh. Definitely. Everyone, feel free to. And that's just the tip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Fucker, you stole the words out of my mouth. Do we have uh? Do we have a do to do this week? Do we have a dude to dude do this you, week? Do you guys have one? Anybody?
2: Dude to dude, take vitamin C tablets. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> I got nothing.
3: Do we have? Do we
2: even have I, dude to dude? I do.
1: Take some fucking time to relax every once in a while. I think that was last week. Yep. Was it? I th- yeah, I used that for like right after I came back I from vacation. I think we've said it several
2: times. <laughs> to be honest, I got one. We're expressing the importance. <laughs>
3: let's, let's do a just a tip first. Right? No, dude to dude goes first.
1: No, it's just the tip and then dude to dude. Is it? I, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, just you the
2: tip reference because
0: okay. you does said wrap it up. It, does anyone have a just a tip?
2: Why does everybody gonna look at me? I'm married. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, Just the tip if you are not married, Wrap it up.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: not
0: a terrible tip. Um, I mean, I, a lot of people choose not to wrap their willy anymore, man. Uh, I find it weird.
1: Uh,
2: diseases still exist, people?
0: Yeah. Yeah, for real. And Diseases,
2: babies, fucking... If you're gonna be a hoe, uh, wrap it to go. Yeah, man.
1: <laughs> a, Child support's not cheap. No, it's no,
0: it is not. not.
2: <laughs> it damn sure is not.
0: Uh, I, honestly, I think that's a great tip, dude. I, I think more dudes should wrap their willy. Um, if
2: you don't want to be a father, don't lay down to be one.
0: Yeah. Seriously. Uh, that's, uh,
1: that's... Wrap it before you tap it. And if the condom breaks, plan B, please.
0: That's a personal choice for a female and a male to make together as a joint decision and mostly the female's decision
1: because it is her body. Ruby, Um I'm just saying, if she had you have a condom on, she probably didn't want the baby.
0: It was fair. fair. Um, oh, and something that I don't know why I have to fucking state, but I guess people really, really believe this. Don't ever use two condoms at the oh same my time. God,
3: so dumb. Okay, so y'all heard wait, of friction? What? Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, there are people, man. There really are, and I just maybe I'm saving someone right here. Don't ever put two, will- two, two condoms on your willy, man. Just don't. I and mean, the holes you poke in it I aren't mean, you for breathing. You don't poke holes in them either, Maddie. That's why you have two kids and we all have none. <sighs>
2: No the water I got to tread. <laughs> chirp, 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 um, chirp. Sure one was, a, cel- one was a celebration. One was protection. a leg lock. I'll let you determine which.
0: Okay. Well, I didn't hear either. Sorry. You guys can't over each other. Um, Maddie, go ahead.
2: <laughs> I said one was a celebration, baby, and the other was a leg lock. I'll let you determine which. Uh
1: And go ahead. I was going to say, make sure, guys, if you're using lube, condoms make sure they're coherent you can't use oil with latex yeah
0: wd-40
3: doesn't work
0: (laughs) that too but no really make sure that you're you're using the right kind of lube make sure you're paying attention to what you're doing guys um do a little
3: fucking reading and research you animals
0: (laughs) (laughs) sex is kind of important uh all right animals don't use condoms (laughs) that's the point that's what we're saying don't be an animal um dude to dude Keep an open mind. Uh, don't be an asshole like me and try to d- debate all your friends because you're always fucking right in your own head. <laughs> <laughs> it's, n- it's not the best quality.
2: Um, we still love them somehow. For real.
1: I don't know, yeah, kidding,
4: I don't know why. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no. Sometimes
1: it's fun to hit your head against a brick wall. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> For
0: real, though. Just, just try to keep an open mind, guys. Uh, growth is phenomenal. Just keep it up. And uh, with that, we'll see you next week. Well, that's the end of our episode. Remember, if you guys found some enjoyment out of this, if you got some value, maybe laughed a little bit, go ahead and share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Share it on Facebook. It'll really help us out. And, you know, the more that you guys help us out, the more we can help you out. Remember, this is just a comedy podcast. Try not to get butt hurt.